0: You're listening to the Couplehood Podcast, a podcast designed for parents who want to keep their romantic relationships thriving and build their most intentional life. I'm your host, Allison Villa, psychotherapist and relationship expert. Hello and welcome back. Today's topic is a big one. It's something that comes up in a lot of my sessions with clients individually and as couples and we're going to talk about boundaries and resentment. The really interesting thing about boundaries is that when you don't set boundaries it often gets internalized as resentment. So these Two things really, really exist together. And today I'm going to go through what do I mean by boundaries and what do I mean by resentment specifically and some real life examples of boundary setting. There's different ways to set boundaries. And then at the end of this episode, I'm going to give you three simple ways to take action so that you can put boundaries in your life in a very reasonable and doable way. As you know, I really love to give you small, actionable items that have big impact in your life. Here we go. What are boundaries? So in the dictionary, boundaries are guidelines, rules, or limits that you create to identify for yourself What feels reasonable, safe in terms of how other people behave around you. Boundaries are also what you decide about how you'll respond when someone steps outside of those limits that you've decided. So in basic terms, boundaries mean physical and emotional limits that you don't want other people to cross. And often we don't even know that boundaries have been crossed until we're just not feeling so great in a certain relationship. We have so many different types of relationships in our lives, and I really want to encourage you in those relationships or in those social moments where you get that, that intuitive feeling of like, ooh, this is not feeling good. And sometimes Sometimes those are quiet feelings that really are within us, and then sometimes we can have a big reaction or a response or a trigger moment. Sometimes those show us and highlight how a boundary might have been crossed for us and how we can do it differently as we move forward in that relationship. I'm going to give you a few examples of real-life boundaries And first, I also want to say, sometimes when we don't set the boundaries, and like I said, when we don't realize that there was a boundary that we needed to put in place at first, that's when resentment builds. So I'm going to give you some real-life examples of the resentment is often that feeling of like, Oh, I'm not feeling good towards this person, or oh, I didn't really want to do that, and I'm suffering quietly about it, or it's very internal resentment, right? It's when you internalize negative feelings towards another person. It's almost like think about you know a pot that's about to boil. It's and you can't really see that it's boiling because the lid is closed right now. That is how resentment lives inside of you, and sometimes it does come out, maybe in a little steam, right? If you lift the lid and you like have a little tone in your voice towards somebody and you realize oh that's resentment what is where is that coming from so there's a lot of layers in terms of boundaries how they impact you how they end up playing out in your relationships and then how they can lead to resentment here's some real life examples you've heard me speak before about my husband arian and how cycling has been a really big part of his life from before we got together and to this present day. And when our girls were really young, he continued to go on his weekly rides, which for him, that is his weekly self-care. And I didn't realize until a few months in of having a newborn that when he went on these weekly rides, that I would, I would notice I would have growing resentment. And the growing resentment, it, it what it would look like in real life was he would come home from these rides and I would be like not super nice to him. I would be short with him. I would be irritated if he was even like 10 minutes later than he said he would be, I would like really, really hold it against him. I'd be really, really upset because I would be counting down the minutes for him to get home because I needed a break. So this was, I I was noticing like, I'm having this resentment. What is this about? Like, I know that this is great for him to go and do this self-care so why am I feeling resentful? And the reality and what I learned was that I'm good with him doing self-care, I'm good with him going for a ride, but there was a boundary for me that after a certain amount of time, it was too long. And I had to figure that out for myself so that I could then communicate that to him. So you can see how I listened to that resentment. I unpacked it. I asked myself, what's going on here? What, like, I'm okay with this, but clearly I'm not okay with this. And so what I ended up coming to and realizing and obviously expressing to him was, okay, I need your rides to be this amount of time. I can't remember the number anymore. Like maybe his rides were four hours and I said to him, I need them to be three hours. And the other thing that he would do, he would come home from these really long rides and then he would come home, he would take a really long hot shower and then he would stretch. All very reasonable things. Totally reasonable. But for me, again, it was the timeline and I didn't know that I needed to set that boundary for him And for me, so I think I told him, I was like, I'm cool if you do a ride for three hours. And then when you come home, have a quick shower and you can stretch later in the day. So that was the boundary that I set. And guess what? As soon as I was able to give him that clarity, it was a lot easier for him to meet that expectation because the expectation was clear, the boundary was clear, and there was literally little to no resentment after that boundary was set. So that's an example of boundary setting and what it looks like in real life. And so I gave you the example of tuning into, oh, I'm having these, these messy feelings. I'm having these resentful feelings. Where are they rooted? And then working my way backwards to realize, oh yes, it's because I don't have a boundary in place there. This is so important. And you can probably do the same in your own life in these moments where you feel triggered or you're noticing a lot coming up for you. I encourage you to do that same process. Where's the big feeling coming from? Unpack it and think, okay, how can I set a boundary earlier on in this process so that it doesn't lead to the end point of you having the big feelings and the resentment? Other examples of common things that I hear are let's say it's bedtime with the kids and you've been home with them all day and your partner gets home. And maybe you're still doing bedtime and you're realizing that at this point in the day, you are so stretched and you're feeling resentful towards your partner because for many, for whatever, for all the reasons. But in this example, let's say you've been home all day with them and you realize, I need them to do the bedtime tonight or every other night or at least some of the nights to help give you that ease. If you set that boundary, if you set that expectation and you're able to communicate that, that is preventing resentment towards your partner. Other examples can be at work. Maybe at work, you don't want to talk about personal life and family things in your workplace. And sometimes we can set a boundary that we don't even have to say it to other people. We can set that internal boundary within us. And when the conversation moves to, you know, a personal topic, in the workplace you can redirect it somewhere else if you feel comfortable and if you feel safe in that relationship of course by all means set that boundary verbally but there are going to be some relationships where that's not possible and It might not always be necessary. You can set a boundary first within yourself, and then you can decide what is the safest way to set that boundary for you. Like I said, it can be non-verbally by you changing physically your body language. It can be non-verbally by you leaving the space. It can be non-verbally by you smiling and maybe laughing a little bit and just lightening the mood. And it can be verbally by you setting the boundary and saying, no, I don't want to talk about family stuff. Thanks. Or it can also be you verbally redirecting the conversation somewhere else. There's many different ways to set boundaries, and I encourage you to tune in to each individual relationship and situation to do the one that feels okay for you. The big thing about boundaries is that when you are able to set the boundary and express that expectation and set that limit earlier on, it means that you are setting everybody up for more clarity. And this is what reduces resentment and confusion and difficult feelings. It doesn't take them away. You know, life is still going to happen. And sometimes you might express how you feel and it doesn't go exactly the way that you want it to go, but it's a work in progress, right? It's a practice. It's something you need to keep coming back to. And it's going to look a little bit different in each of the relationships in your life. As promised, I want to walk you through three simple action items. How can you set boundaries in your own life? So number one, you need to get clear on what boundaries look like for you. Here's some simple questions that you can ask. What is working or not working in this relationship? Where do the messy feelings come up? Keep going inwards to get clarity on that, because you're not able to set a boundary until you can answer those questions, right? You have to ask yourself, what do I even need, (laughs) right? It's not going to just happen easily. And sometimes the boundaries can be a lot easier. Like, nope, I don't want to eat ice cream or no, we don't do ice cream before dinner. I don't know. I'm using an example with the kids, right? Sometimes those things can be really, really simple, but What I find is often it's the emotional boundaries. Those ones are much more nuanced and you need to go inwards for those. Do what you need to do. Talk to your therapist, journal it, talk it through with your partner. Yeah, just go inwards to ask yourself, where is this trigger coming from? What can I do differently? And what do I need in this relationship so that I don't feel resentment? So that's number one. You need to get clear on what the boundary might look like for you. Number two is Set the boundary. What do you need to feel good? And what does that look like in action? I gave you some ways to set boundaries, right? There's the nonverbal ways to set boundaries by leaving the room. And you know, you can do all of these with grace. You can just excuse yourself. Oh, I forgot something in the other room. Oh, I need to check something for work. Whatever it is, right? You can set these boundaries in ways that are kind and graceful and can keep the relationship still intact. So figure out what does the boundary look like in that specific relationship? Is it nonverbal? Is it something that you need to set within yourself first and then you put it into action when you're with the person? Or is it a boundary that needs to be verbal and needs to be set out loud to the other person? Sometimes even with, with my husband, If we're going somewhere, and you probably do this too as a couple, you know, if you're going somewhere and you make an agreement like, okay, we need to make sure that we leave by a certain time so that we, you know, we can get the bedtime routine going. So that's an example of you getting aligned as a couple on the boundary that you're going to express to your children, right? So you probably do this in your life already. And I know that boundary setting in other relationships can feel a little bit challenging. And those are the ones that need the boundary more than ever. (laughs) So if you know, you know what I'm talking about and you probably know the relationships for you that need those boundaries. I also need to say, I can't believe I didn't say this earlier, but boundaries are the ultimate act of love. When we set boundaries, we are saying like, I love you and I don't want, I don't want to cause a rupture in our relationship. And I don't want to feel resentment towards you. So when you set a boundary towards someone, it's very loving. And you're not doing it in a way to be unkind to them. The reality is that you are doing it for the exact opposite because you don't want to have resentment towards them. You want to have good feelings towards them. That's why the boundary is important and necessary. I can't believe I didn't say that earlier. Boundaries are the ultimate act of love. I cannot say that enough. They are so, so important in your relationships. Okay, so number one, I said, Figure out what you need. What are your boundaries? What do they look like? Go inwards for those answers. Number two, set that boundary. Decide how you're going to set it. Is it verbally? Is it non-verbally? And number three is it's okay to shift your boundaries. These are a little bit of an experiment. Sometimes you might try something on and it doesn't really work. And then you get to go back to the drawing board and alter the boundary slightly to figure out the way that it works for you. Once you figure out the way that it works, stay consistent with it, right? So there's two things here. It's like allow yourself permission to, even if you decide, like, I think this is the boundary that I need, and then you put it into action and you're like, no, that's not really working. Give yourself that permission to adjust the boundary until it does feel right for you. And sometimes in some relationships, you're going to, it'll be ever evolving (laughs) depending on the person that, oh yeah, things are changing and we need to adjust the boundary accordingly. And that's okay. So find that consistency within yourself that is is giving yourself that permission to continue setting the boundary, whatever that is, okay? So number one, figure out what do you need? What is, go inwards for that. Number two, set your boundary. And number three, stay consistent in checking in with yourself about is this boundary working? Is it not working? Does it need adjustment? All right, you guys, I hope you have found that helpful. And remember, if this is something that conversation that you want to have with your partner or a loved one in your life, sending them this episode is a great way to start that conversation and to open up maybe some of the things that you would like to say but you're not able to totally find the words yet. So share and spread the love and the knowledge and the information. You are amazing for being here and for carving out this time. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the couplehood podcast. It says so much about you that you're carving out this time for yourself and for your relationship. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Head over to allisonvilla.com to learn more. A special shout out to my podcast editor, Emily Millane from TheUltimateCreative.com. You are a rock star. All right, you guys. Until next time, I'm Allison Villa wishing you love on your couplehood journey.